don't want to go in the sauce. Stop it. Don't Please. put me in there. Please just grill me. <laughs> put me in a fryer. Fry me. <laughs> put hot sauce on me. Please, please, oh please, don't put me in the spaghetti. Not the spaghetti again. <laughs> no, oh, thank you. I love the deep fryer. Please, oh, yeah. Something like that. Hello, and welcome to Words for Dinner, the podcast that is pretty sure you can deep fry that. Nice. Um, yeah. Nice. Thank, that was yeah. good. That was good. Thank you. I'm Max. <laughs> and I'm Mike. On this week's episode, we talk about a word, an unexpected word, mm. right? And possibly, mm. arguably, one of the most controversial words we've done, and we did moist and pornography. Yeah. And politics on this podcast. Uh, and this word might be more intense. We might get more comments mm. for this word mm-hmm. from people than... For the Ray Comfort banana thing that we did, or the offensive podcast that we did oh, yeah. last time, yeah. the pornography episode. Um, so we talked. We said some offensive things about Greek people. That we, was we, really yep. still unintentional. And no, nobody, nobody that. has commented on this. <laughs> but I'm sure that if anyone were to comment, they would comment on this episode, which is the word buffalo. Now, would you say, Michael, that this word is a hairy word? I would say it's uh, it is a hairy word, but like kind of thin hair, right? Not like a thick coat, but more thinly coated hair. Is it an endangered word? I would say it would be an endangered word. Yes, it's uh, some of the definitions are in da- in danger, literally, yeah. of uh, of being forgotten. Is and, it uh, is it a spicy word? Uh, it might be. <laughs> I see what you're doing there, right? Um, you. Uh, did you practice that at home? No. Did you really no. get ready for that? Uh, or <laughs> I've rehearsed had, that? I've had some nightmares, though. But those are... When I eat spicy things, sometimes I have nightmares. Yeah. Excellent. You know? Do you Excellent. ever, like... you ever eat food and then immediately pass out? No. <laughs> I mean, not from the food, but like, you know. No, I know what you're talking about. And actually, <laughs> this is a thing that many people have experienced where they eat a lot and then they go to sleep. Yeah. I can't sleep. I can't sleep on a full yeah. stomach. That's smart, though, dude, because if you do, I'll tell you from personal experience. Nightmares, nightmares right? Bad yeah, Caffeine. I go to sleep on caffeine, and that happens. How do you even do that? I don't, I don't know. But, like, I pass out, like, after having, like, espresso or something, mm. or a few cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, or if I think I'm going to stay up late, and I have a cup of coffee, but really I get tired. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go to bed. Mm. I get nightmares. So you can sleep after drinking coffee, but yeah. not after eating food. Not after eating a lot of food. Mm, yeah. I mean, I can have a snack. Maybe some blueberries. Right. Some celery and hummus. Right, some blueberries, some bison mm-hmm. berries. Mm-hmm. Not bison berries. Is that's not a that, that's not no, bison berry is a thing, but I think it's... It is? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's in here. It's in here somewhere. Bison, or no, buffalo berrying, to, uh, which does not have a definition. It is only from 1887. Two afternoons we went, we spent in buffalo berrying and shooting combined. Hmm. Oh, yep, nope. They completely misunderstand that sentence. That doesn't sound right. Yep, buffalo bearing okay. is, it's, the hyphen is incorrectly used. Yeah. And it's supposed to be, we were in, we were in buffalo, mm. and we were burying and hunting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. That's stupid. Um, how have you been, Max? <sighs> it's been a little bit. We actually haven't spent as much time together as we usually do. Uh, just got over a sickness. I was friend. so sick. That I, like, got ill. Both of those words... It's good. (laughs) Both those words, actually, I just realized I maybe want to do an episode on one of those words, meaning the uh, idiom meaning cool Mm. or awesome. Nice. Awesome is also a word we discussed. That was such... You know the kids That's such a good that? conversation. I loved that yeah. that episode. Nobody else likes that episode, I think, except me. Well, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I thought awesome was I, so I awesome. Thought, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. All right. So, like, you know how like people, you know, like kids used to say "sick" and mean mm-hmm. it was like a good thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing anymore, really. Yeah, I think people will use Maybe it. Still. Not ill though. Mm, yeah, ill. That's a '90s thing, right? Yeah, I think that's also like a. Escape. That's not the word we're talking about. No, no. Let's stop this. <clears throat> anyway, I had a cold. I had a cold for a couple of days. Yeah. What about you? Uh, it's been okay. 
adjusting to the summertime, right? Because yeah. it's summertime when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, adjusting to a new schedule, teaching night classes instead yeah. of daytime, and so that's weird and different and so, awkward. Uh, <sighs> night classes, mm-hmm. right? How many people are sleeping? Not many. Actually, they're pretty solid. What? And most of my students work full-time jobs before they come as well. Uh, good students. This is actually one of the best classes I've had. So if they... I don't advertise that I do this podcast to my students. No. But if they find it in like five years from now, right? That's uh, going to be weird. Summer, summer of 2016. That's weird. Comics and graphic novels with me. No. That class was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Um, you know it's what? Solid, solid class. Instead of telling them that directly, we should just force them all to listen to this episode. Yeah, because it has no bearing to the class whatsoever. But guys, listen. You got this. I got a message for you. It's somewhere in like minute like 14 or something. You got to listen. <laughs> uh, minute. M- minute uh, 100. <laughs> yeah. Minute 100. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so it's been doing that. I've uh, been trying to get through some fantasy Kind of chilling with the books. Yeah? Yeah. Read, yeah. My plan this summer yeah. is to read Lord of the Rings. And I'm warming myself up. All three of them? All three Lord of the Rings. Oh. I'm, thinking of starting, I'm thinking of starting with The Hobbit, too. That's my goal. Dude, That's my goal. The Hobbit is so good. I know it is. Uh, and I'm, I was also thinking that possibly I could do Narnia. It's like All a, those books? warm-up. Yeah, because those are pretty short, right? They're pretty They're short. They're actually pretty short. But, because uh, I haven't read them. I haven't read them. I know a lot about Lord of the Rings. I've read giant sections of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Not in any sort of chronological order. My yeah. father used to, when the movies came out, he used to break out his Lord of the Rings books, find random pages, and read them to us. That's now, I wasn't like so eight. So amazing. I was like 17 two when weeks this was ago. happening. <laughs> right? Yeah. He would, he would have done, if, he, okay. if we lived in the same state. Um... I'm playing that, so I'm starting off with some fantasy. Uh, I got a book called Lords of Chaos, and it's uh, two books and a short story put together. First book is called Archeon Ever Chosen. Oh, that sounds that is the most fantasy title I've ever heard. Pretty, it's pretty fantasy. It's a war. It's a book based off of a Warhammer character, like like a a figure that you can play with in the. Is it a dragon ogre? No, no, it's not a dragon ogre. It's a chaos warrior. (laughs) It's just a chaos warrior. Okay, okay. So yeah, so it's just fantasy. It's fantasy. I'm into it, and it's kind of like my break. I also read romance novels usually for breaks. So uh, we'll see if I can like hit one. Jennifer Cruzy is right Mm, up there. I love that woman. If you don't like romance novels, don't listen to me at all. But. Yeah, I was. Uh, I heard you were reading a book that you really hated. Uh which one? There's so many. Oh, really? Well, but is it been about a bad reading time for you? Uh, you know what? I start. I just recently started reading a really good book, so that's Ooh, okay. Nice. The good book is uh, Pattern Master by oh. Octavia Butler. What Pat- Pattern Master? Mm-hmm. Dude, I haven't heard of that one. We're by both her. speaking about fantasy books right now. Dude. Well, I mean, Octavia Butler surpasses words. Gonna be sick. Yeah, yeah, I'm, out. I'm excited. Yeah. But yeah, so let's get let's get into the heart of it, right? It's nice catching up. I I've missed you a little bit. I'm gonna be honest, man. All last week it was, hey man, you want a podcast? No, I'm sick. So <laughs> And you know what? Like I still might have to pause this recording a couple times to like just, blow your like, notes. Just be so gross. <laughs> and you're welcome, people at home, for not uh, for you know not having to listen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. I'm going to prevent your ears. I'll take it. I'll take the bullet for now. You're going to take the bullet. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. I'll listen to you blow That's your nice. nose. You'll uh, for them for all our listeners in perpetuity. I might buffalo you into doing that. Oh, I see. We like that. There's a transition. I like that. So, Michael. Yes. What is the deal with this word? What are the definitions? Of the word buffalo. So we have three main definitions, okay. right? And we're going to talk about the first one. Then we're going to talk, talk about the second one. You have a lot to say about that, which I'm pretty excited about hearing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You gave me a little t- taste. Yeah. Pretty pumped. Yeah. Then we're going to talk about the third. And we're going to talk about a sentence. And it's going to be pretty exciting. I'm, I I don't know how many people at home have ever, you know, dealt with the word buffalo in a sentence. Yeah. But it's going to be, I'm I'm excited uh, either for them to have heard of it and to tweet us m- things which they disagree or they're really upset with us yeah. or in support or just like, what? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's start with the first one, though. Pretty traditional definition. Okay. Here we got buffalo as the animal, right? Sure. So the etymology of this word right, comes from either the Italian buffalo, right? Same kind of – same spelling, same pronunciation, I'm assuming, right? Um, buffalo or uh, bufolo, right, mm-hmm. um, which are all Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, or the Portuguese 
buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talk about the, there's a little bit of Latin and Greek there, which um, I decided not to try and pronounce today. I'm going <laughs> to skip that. <laughs> Probably um, smart. <laughs> So it's properly denoting a uh, kind of antelope, but applied to a wild ox. Um, compare with other words, you know, the early quotations suggest that the word originally came into English from the Portuguese. So a big Portuguese. shout out, big shout out to all the Portuguese Americans uh, that we know mm. and uh, care for, because right now we are in Newark, New Jersey, mm-hmm. recording this right now. The uh, what's the name of our studio? Electric uh, uh, Electric Guyland Studios. Sure. Ele- what? Why would it be that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> electric. Let's work on the title. Okay, let's work, work on, on the title. Okay. Um, but uh, but, but we're pretty close to um, a very large Portuguese population. So big shout out to them. Thanks for, for bringing us word. this word, guys. Yeah. Woo. We appreciate okay. you. All right. Um, so yeah. So here. The definitions are pretty, pretty basic. Which is the name of several species of oxen. Mm. Uh, so the Latin name of one type of oxen, one A. I have to say it because it is absurd. It is Bos bubalis. No big deal. Mm-mm. That's that's the just, weirdest. Thing that's ever. just a name <laughs> for an animal. Sure, Bos bubalis. Mm-hmm. Sounds like. Uh... And Star probably, Wars villain. Yeah, actually, it sounds like uh, what is Jabba the? Uh, it sounds like a hut. Yeah, it sounds like one, one of the huts. Bospu Ballas the hut. Bospu Ballas is the uh, the <laughs> alcoholic uncle uh, of Jabba the hut. Oh one my who, god! Stop it. He just doesn't have his own like plantation. He's just a guy who like sort of like I don't know. He watches too much TV or something. <laughs> but yeah, so that that word is 1588. We get the first um, first. Definition of it uh, from a book called History of the Kingdom of China. Mm. Uh, they do plow and till the ground with kine buffaloes and bulls. Mm. Uh, right. Then we get some from India. This is mainly an oxen that's found <clears throat> in India. It inhabits most of Asia, southern Europe, and northern Africa. It's tamed in India, Italy, and elsewhere, but mainly those. Right. And then we have uh, the boss kafir, yeah. uh, the uh, the buffalo of South Africa, sixteen ninety nine. We see one of the first mentions of that. Um, we get it. Uh, it's also applied in popular, unscientific use to the American bison, which is interesting. That mm-hmm. like <clears throat> buffalo isn't the actual name for bison, yeah. but you know it's it's important to American history as well, uh, which we're not going to get as much into today because we have a lot of other history that we'll we'll get into. Right. I thought about it, but I decided. We're not going to get too much into you know that that at least at this point. Okay. Right, you might get into it, um, and it also means uh, coll- like collective, as in uh, a herd of buffalo. Uh, so a large amount of buffalo. Okay, um, and then right. we get some, yeah, that's important. Yes, mm. <laughs> that was that was that was Plural. good. That was good because it was foreshadowing. Mm, foreshadowing, and you said it so awkwardly that <clears throat> I became awkward. Like I'm now, I feel uncomfortable a little bit. <clears throat> <laughs> so we get a couple other fun definitions that I wanted to share with everybody really mm-hmm. fast. So mm-hmm. if you're on the OED, this is this is where we're getting this information from. Sure. I realize we stopped citing the OED. I think last we're episode just, yeah, a bit. At this point, yeah. we're just sort of like implying that everything yeah, we like, know comes, it from, comes from them. Yeah. Um, but uh, we have that there was a royal order of buffaloes founded in 1822 for sociable and benevolent purposes. Kind of sounds like what's the re- really secretive society? Elks, Elks Club. No, not Elks Club. I'm talking about uh, the Skulls, Illuminati, Illuminati. Yeah, skull you know what I'm bones. talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? The thing that yeah. George Bush is supposed John to be Carter, part of. The skull and Bones. Yeah, yeah, Skull and Bones. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so, anyway, these so, buffaloes are part of the Skull and Bones. No, I don't so know. They wear ties. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, but supposedly in about 1849, at the Harp in Great Russell Street, opposite Drury Lane. Theater, the Buffalo Society, was first established in August 1822. Uh, um, that's a quote from uh, Finnish Tom and Jerry. I don't know what that is. Like the the precursor to the cartoon? Maybe. Weird. Yeah. Okay. With, again, the amount of research that goes into each of these episodes is exhaustive. And yet somehow insufficient. Insufficient, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but there is what I thought was interesting is that there is an, uh, a journal um, or, an, or a newspaper from uh, the late 1800s called the Buffalo Review and Lodge Reporter, which yeah. seems to not be about like from the place Buffalo, uh, but about like from this group. Uh, 
Yeah. So, I don't know. It seems kind of secretive. I like it, right? That's weird. Um, I like to imagine that the buffaloes are still around today, right? And that they're kind of scary and um, – or, like, they're really fun-loving. They're not the skull and bones. They're just like, we're the buffaloes. It's yeah. kind of like Hufflepuff from Harry Potter. Sure. They're kind of just there and kind of cool. Okay. Or they're just chill. Or like that, uh, that Pokemon, the one that goes, Coffer. Coffin? Coughing? Yeah, coughing. Yeah, that one. Well, yeah, because he's like full of gas. He's oh, coughing. okay. And then, and then his advanced form, do you remember what it's called? No. Wheezing. I'm not kidding. That is not a joke. We've had some far-ranging cultural influences uh, references already. Yeah, I know. We're we're all over the place today. Uh, Pokemon. Obviously, obviously, what summer does for us is bring out popular culture references like crazy. It melts my brain a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. I'm a little tired already. So, just so everybody knows, uh, the buffalo is a Pokemon, in case you're wondering. Possibly. I actually, isn't there like a buffalo Pokemon? Maybe. It's like a Taurus or something? Anyway. Possible. Uh, so yeah, so there. It's also the name of an amphibious tank from the 1940s, which is kind of interesting. Which actually, I knew, I knew that, um, and I didn't remember it until like OED had done that. I did a report on what? tanks of well, World War Two. What? And like just after World War Two. Oh, you like, like what? What grade was that? I think it was like eighth or sixth grade. And yeah, I was like, that sounds like, a little yeah, advanced, like, like a fourth grader. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's love. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, whatever. But I wanted to share, you know, mainly though. I mean, those are the big definitions. Some other, there's other other ones, and this is this definition of the um, the animal or the names that the animal, like the names of like tanks or like referring to different fish or whatever yeah. that. The word comes from is that what we're going to be talking about as much. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to share my favorite. Buffalo hyphened words because yet again, as the OED will do to us every once in a while, wow. it will give us nine to twelve pages of hyphened words for common words that we deal with. This is so amazing. that is always fun. Okay, hyphenated ones. So we're um, looking at these hyphenated ones. Buffalo now. beat. Buffalo beat. Buffalo boat, which I like to think is a restaurant <clears throat> in Florida somewhere. As well. Uh-huh. I'm not even reading the definitions, I don't care. No. Nope. Except for a couple of them I do. <laughs> um, okay. Buffalo dance. Uh-huh. Buffalo coat. Okay. A buffalo horse, which sounds like half buffalo, half horse, right? Sounds like a mythical creature. No, yep. Probably not. No, I see. Um, yeah. A buffalo path, which actually that is something I had heard before, yeah. as well as a buffalo road. Hmm. A buffalo stamp. There's also a buffalo nickel, I believe, which I don't think is in here, but oh, okay. yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, buffalo wallow, which I like to think is wallowing in buffaloes. Sure. The buffalo wolf, again, a hybrid animal. Whoa, that sounds <laughs> badass. Uh, buffalo, uh, it's not a hybrid, right? <laughs> the big, uh, the big white or buffalo wolf. It's probably just like a large wolf. Um, and then there is the buffalo berry, edible scarlet fruit of a shrub found on the upper Missouri. Also, the shrub itself. So, boom, you can go buffalo berrying. There you can. Yep. Buffalo chips, mm-hmm. uh, which is poop. Yep, let's let, let's be clear, folks. That is not something you're going to buy at nope. Stop and Shop. Mm-mm. You don't want to buy that Mm-mm. stuff. You if that not. is on sale at your Stop and Shop, you need to talk to you the need manager, to talk to somebody, yeah. or you live in a rural area, and that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, you're at your house, but you don't eat them. No, I don't. Or do people eat buffalo chips? Is that a thing? That you people know, actually I think eat? they use this fuel. You throw yeah, them in the well, fire. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But like, I wonder if people get get confused ever. Buffalo fish, mm. buffalo gnat, okay, buffalo grass. A kind of grass oh. found in prairies. Uh. Any of various African grasses used for pasture and fodder. Okay. Uh, always fun. Sure. We, we are really skipping a lot here, too. Yeah, there's a uh, lot. There's a ton. Okay. Oh, my God. Buffalo nut. Also uh, <laughs> a great word for some, re- for some reason. You know what? Sometimes Buffalo perch. you're dealing with a person and they cut you off. Let's say you're driving and they cut you off in traffic. And, and you call like, them a buffalo nut. Like, Stop being such a buffalo nut, man. I think that almost all of these are really good... Uh, Replacements for swear words. Yeah. So if we have any parents listening, I mean, go, rewind a little bit, go back. They're all excellent. Yeah. Um, as is buffalo robe. Sure. Right. Especially if uh, you know you're referring to, um, you know, uh, like hugging somebody while naked. Buffalo robe. Oh my god. That's not what it Awkward. means. 
It's a cloak or rug made of the skin of the American bison. It gets really saucy but, there towards the end, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Did That's, that go too far? Maybe. Was that obscene? No, it was. Uh, you know what? It was, it was, just, it right. was just a little. Um, hor- it was horned. It was horned. Horned. Let's see what we did there. Uh, but yeah, so th- that's the big definition, the most common one, which is of the animal. And there's plenty that we the could bison. talk about. Yeah, the bison. And there's plenty that we could talk about there, but we really want to focus on these last two, or seem to be kind of where where our interests lie. And the second definition, it's all you, Max. You were very excited to discuss definition number two. Ah, oh, boy. Feeling better? Yeah. Okay, so anyway. um, That's right, Michael. The second definition is extremely exciting for our purposes. I'm excited about this. Tell me. Tell me about this delicious definition. Yeah. You know what? It is aromatic. Mm. It is a fragrant definition. Yeah, it is. It has various flavors that will appeal to your senses. Possibly. Uh, It may or may not be a part of your diet. All right. Now, I'm not saying people go out there and uh, actually let's put it let's put this out there. This is a disclaimer. I'm not encouraging you to uh, you know put your hunting rifle out your window and try to shoot an actual bison. Yes, which they can only be found in zoos. Basically, yeah, that would be highly illegal and uncool yeah. if you did that. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm talking about a um, a word that developed. Uh, perhaps in tandem or in parallel with the definition we just heard, which is the word relating to the animal. Mm. This relates to a form of uh, food, a certain dish mm. known as the buffalo wing. Stop. I know. I'm ready. How many buffalo wings have you ever eaten in your life? Have I eaten total in my yeah, life? Yeah, total. I can't answer that question. I think it's been a billion. <laughs> I feel like that's a little much. <laughs> right. I feel like I am not that old. All right. A trillion? Oh, wait. Yeah, less. A million. Probably not. A hundred thousand? Let's think about how much a million is <laughs> and really reflect on that for a second. Uh, I would I would go, like, I think stretching it would be a thousand, a thousand? in my life. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah, buffalo wings, it. man. You know what? <clears throat> how right. many buffalo wings do you eat in a sitting? Yeah. Fifteen max? Fifteen max, yeah. 15 yeah, come max. on. Let's calm it down. <laughs> you're right. Okay, you're right about that. So, so it's mm. probably a couple hundred. Let's, or, it's a couple hundred? Yeah, or like 400 maybe. You know what? After this, let's go get some wings. I think that's probably a good idea. Um, all right. <laughs> so the second definition of the Oxford English Dictionary, yeah. buffalo, it's a noun. And uh, here it is. It is designating, designating a chicken wing deep fried and coated in a spicy sauce, especially in the buffalo chicken wing mm. or the buffalo wing. Oh, yeah. Um, the etymology, you might notice, comes from the city... Of Buffalo, which oh. is in New York State, where okay. the recipe was developed in 1964 at a place called the Anchor Bar. I don't know. I I have never heard of this before. This is I'm so exciting. fascinating. I'm folks, excited. Right now, the interesting thing about this is uh, I'm about to quote from the original reference that we have under the OED. The okay. first reference, the earliest reference, which is from 1980, oh. the year 1980. Uh, an author who many people have probably heard of. His name is Calvin Trillin. Yep, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> have many people heard of him? I've heard of him a bunch of times, but maybe you know, maybe that's just for our tri-state audience. Anyway, uh, he wrote in The New Yorker on August 25th. Uh, this is his quote. The invention of the buffalo chicken wing came about because of the delivery of some chicken wings instead of the backs and necks Ew. Mm. that were ordinarily used in making spaghetti sauce. Weird. Yeah. Now, there's a couple other references in the OED after that I won't cover because they're unnecessary. Really, what I want to do... So I want to look at this article by Calvin Trilling. Right. So here are some excerpts which I've I've uh, highlighted from this article. This very article, which you too can Google at home <laughs> and locate and read. You can. What's uh, the title? Of it? The title of this article is "An Attempt to Compile a Short History of the Buffalo Chicken Wing." So, nice. um, yes, basically, long story short, he writes in a very amusing and scholarly way about the buffalo wing. The scholarliness of the article is a bit ironic in mm-hmm. the context because it is a messy, one of the no- most notoriously messy. Perhaps blue collar, even of foods. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at least wanna, a bar food. Right? I don't want to bring classism into this. It is definitely a bar food, but it's let's just say it's not something that pops up when you're at uh, you know uh, the Ford Foundation for their or, local or gala per se. dinner. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's, you go to per se, right? Yes. It's not per se a uh, uh, black tie tuxedo mm-hmm. 
hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. I was referring to the restaurant, per se. Right. Of course, right. Per se. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The uh, famous... Which uh, you turned me on to. I did. Uh, I have yet to go, because they don't serve buffalo wings. We should go there and ask them for some wings. And then if they don't give us some, we'll be like, we have brought uh, $3 million for your meal. And we deserve some buffalo. Amen. So he (laughs) says, uh, "This is Calvin Trillin, right?" He says, uh, "There is, there is a a story that it was invented by this guy Frank Bellissimo, who's the founder of the Anchor Bar on Main Street in Buffalo." Mm -hmm. Uh, As the article goes on, it actually reveals that it was his wife, in fact, Teresa Mm -hmm. Bellissimo, who invented the buffalo wing. Um, it's so it became so famous, and this is in 1964, right? Yeah. It became so famous shortly afterwards that by uh, about you know less than 20 years later, 1977, uh, Buffalo, the city, declared July 29th to be Chicken Wing Day. Really? I'll just let you think about that for a second because that's coming up soon, right? Do they have like a festival in Buffalo? I right think now? so. I think they do. Oh, that sounds pretty amazing. Uh, I, I haven't have... checked, but I'm pretty excited. About okay, this. so. I think we should go. Uh, I think that everyone should go. We should record a remote podcast episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> An on-site, yeah, on-site. Uh, on-site po- podcast? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's, that's the, the story is uh, their son, Frank and Teresa's son, Dom Bellissimo, who was working at the bar yeah. this one night in 1964. It turned out that he had some. Uh, there were some regulars in there. They were spending a lot of money, and midnight was coming around. Dom went to his mom, who's in the kitchen. He's like, hey, mom, let's do something nice for these people who spend a lot of money. Why don't you get them uh, some sort of hors d'oeuvre or something mm-hmm. that's new? Bring it out. So she decides to uh, chop each wing in half so that huh. you get two straight sections of the regulars at the bar could eat with their fingers. So one piece and tends to look like a miniature drumstick, and the other uh, is sort of known locally as the drumette. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so she deep fries them. She applies hot sauce. There's butter in there, too. Okay. Uh, she tosses them with butter and hot sauce, deep fries mm-hmm. that. It is good. So good, in fact. <laughs> Everybody wants one. Blows up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Calvin Trillin's article is all about this. He does entertain... Uh, we talked about how it was originally a mistake, right? This yeah. guy, Frank, ordered some chicken, yeah. and they usually get backs and necks, which is mm-hmm. pretty gross. You know, uh, just sounds grosser. And uh, instead got the wings and just decided to make use of them. The quote from the article, which I thought was funny, is it says, Frank Bellissimo thought it was a shame to use the wings for sauce. They were looking at you like saying, I don't belong in the sauce. He's often recalled. (laughs) (laughs) So, right? So this is an Italian dude who says, listen, these these wings, they don't want to go in the sauce. They don't belong in the sauce. Let's figure out something nice for these wingies. You know what I'm saying? I like the I like the idea of imagining a grown man in a kitchen, yeah, uh, using the chicken wings to talk to other people mm-hmm. that are around him, mm-hmm. saying, "I don't want to go in the sauce. Stop it! Don't Please. put me there. Please just grill me. <laughs> put me in a fryer. Fry me. <laughs> put hot sauce on me." Please, please, oh please, don't put me in the spaghetti. Not the spaghetti again. <laughs> no, oh, thank you. I love the deep fryer. Please, oh, yeah. Something like that. that that's an area I've of it. created. I mean, it's pretty well researched. I, I gotta say, <laughs> you're exactly right. That's exactly I, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, Trillin, uh, Trillin can cite that. There's a side, yeah, like, if, if we, were this, we could hear this read out loud, there would be a, a quote from the Buffalo Wing that sounded exactly like that. I hope so. Uh, but interesting thing he says is that uh, there are already some attempts to sell wings outside of western New York. Oh, interesting. So, 1980, this is the thing I want to point out. They're called Buffalo Wings, right? Mm-hmm. But there's an actual confusion here as to whether Buffalo Wings are different from just chicken wings. Mm. Chicken wings have existed for a while, but this bar, the Anchor Bar in 1964, popularized them. So from thenceforth, they were known as buffalo wings, but people didn't really eat chicken wings, except unless they were immersed and, let's say, broken down as part of a sauce or a soup or a thing before that. So when we say chicken wings as a meal itself, I think it didn't precede... um, 1964. Okay. So the buffalo wing and the chicken wing, kind of the same. 
What's interesting is that when we go to a restaurant and yeah. you see wings on the menu, yeah. usually buffalo wings refers to a spicier kind of wing. Yeah. But it doesn't have to. Really? Yes. So before before the 60s, mm-hmm. when this bar kind of like spiced them up a little bit or whatever, just people didn't eat the wings of chickens? No. Really? Yeah. That sounds. That doesn't sound right. No, it's what it sounds like, dude. Like, I mean, look at this. Like, when I when I looked at the uh, the references here, I forget where it is, but um, it's yeah, it's just not a thing that people really ate before that. Interesting. If they ate, it was probably by accident or like, or they whatever. just they were eating the whole chicken. They were eating the whole thing. chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, oh, it's time to get to the wing. Right. I misunderstood. Yeah, I misunderstood what you were saying. I got you now. Yeah. I'm with you now. Yeah. So like. Uh, the last thing from Calvin Trillin's article that I thought was really interesting and maybe helpful to point out, and just to be fair to history, um, Teresa Bellissimo is the one who was attributed with inventing the buffalo wing, but there are competing accounts, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is this other guy named John Young. He owned a bar called Wings and Things, or a restaurant, uh, at the county courthouse. He moved to Illinois, Chicago, in fact, in Ooh. 1970, but after he started selling his chicken wings. So um, he said, he said, I'm actually the creator of the wing. He's quoted as saying that in Calvin Trillin's article. Yeah, so he, uh, in fact, John Young came back later, many years later, uh, and said he was pleased to see so many people in Buffalo making money off his invention. A magnanimous sentiment that Calvin Trillin had also heard expressed by both Frank and Don Bellissimo. So everybody's sort of trying to get a piece of the wing. Yeah. But it seems like they don't want to, like, trademark or, or whatever. They're just like, hey, man, I'm so happy everybody uses my invention. Which is kind of sweet, right? Yeah, but in a weird way. In a weird way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get the real sense that this probably actually was just too expensive, legally expensive, or difficult to actually try to trademark the thing. And then you got to enforce Ooh. it. Can you imagine? Like, Oh, my God, this, You'd have to run around every, like, everywhere. You can only, you can only trademark everybody. the name. Yeah. I, I mean, the actual dish, I'm sure you, you can't, can, you, can't you, you know? So. Exactly. So uh, the wings, uh, quote, the wings Young invented were not chopped in half, a process he includes in the category of, quote, tampering with them. (laughs) Uh, They were served breaded with the mambo sauce covering them. So mambo sauce uh, is something that uh, I found a lot of information about online. This stuff is apparently delicious. It's more tomato-based sauce. Okay. But it's typically associated with this guy, John Young's wings, who may have invented buffalo wings. We're Mm. not totally sure. Interesting. Um, so, the last thing I want to say. Yeah. I, of course, I went down the rabbit hole a little bit. Right? Yeah, I mean, of course you did. I went down, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's be fair. You get into wings, you, you start eating wings. I start dreaming wings. Man, dude, I was, I was, my mouth was watering when I was researching this. I was getting <laughs> hungry. I like me some wings. Who does it? I said earlier I've eaten at least 40 million are you, wings. Are you a life. drum or a drummette? I'm a drum. Yeah, you don't like the drumettes. You know, you know what's interesting? The drumette, I think, gets a bad rap, though. I feel kind of bad saying that. Yeah. You know what my issue is? What? Is that I think the drum mm. is easier to do well. Mm-hmm. The drumette is harder to cook Mean, well. eat or cook? Cook. Cook well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they cook them for the same amount of time, and I think it does a different thing. Yeah. In my personal opinion. And I think that I think that some places that cook them separate or do, like, more to the drumettes, do Man. something a little bit more. Man. Or, um... I do a better job. So I'm a drumette person at certain places, but more often than not a drum. I actually was hoping at the end of this episode we could recommend some of our favorite wing places for people. Uh, we will. Either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I also, uh, I did go down the rabbit hole a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah. So uh, I was wondering to myself, where, okay, so these wings, wings, chicken wings are called yeah. buffalo wings. Why is the city of... They're named after the city of Buffalo. Yeah. Why is the city of Buffalo named Buffalo? Is it because of Buffalo? Apparently <laughs> not. Okay. All right. Uh, there were reports of bison wandering yeah. into western New York at one time. Yeah. But based on Wikipedia and some other things I've read online, it doesn't seem like the timeline quite matches up. Okay. Because there was uh, different terms for the area in early pre-colonial yeah. history that does not quite sync up with our, our current name for the city. Okay. Uh, so just some information about the early history of the city of Buffalo, which I think really is interesting. interesting. We're pursuing this chicken wing thing, right? Yeah. Where does, why are they called Buffalo Wings? Yeah. They're named after a city, but why is the city named Buffalo? Um, this is, yeah, this is intense. So the city was formerly known as Buffalo Creek. That's the creek that flows through it. Okay. Simple enough. 
why did the creek have that name? Again, we mentioned a second ago, I don't know if Buffalo actually really hung out in this area too much. So why was it called Buffalo Creek? There's a Native American name for this place. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called the Place of the Basswoods. I won't try to pronounce this name, but it begins with a T and is very difficult and long. Yeah. Uh, The French name, uh, River of Horses, survived, and that was Riviere aux Chevaux. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't sound anything like it. So the current name, Wikipedia says, likely dates to the British occupation, which began with the capture of Fort Niagara in 1759. So there's a theory, though, that there was a Seneca Indian, Native American guy, Mm-hmm. Whose name meant buffalo, or who looked kind of buffalo-ish? <laughs> Wait, okay, that's right. what Wikipedia says. All right, you know All Wikipedia right. is never wrong. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. uh, and it was mistranslated, or it was translated that way, and yeah. they just named this city after this guy. Yeah. Um, other nearby creeks were also named for actual historic figures. However, there's no known reference in historical documents to this person, so probably not him. Okay. Um, uh, there was also a mistranslation of a Native American word for beaver as buffalo, the words being very similar. And the theory assumes that be- the theory assumes that because there were beaver here, the creek was probably called Beaver Creek rather than Buffalo. So could be a mistranslation. Okay. That's one thing that I might buy. Um, another theory holds, however, this is interesting, that there the name is an anglicized form of the French name Beautiful River. That is Beau Fleuve. So if you just jam huh. those together, you got a French guy who wanders down into your village, and he's like, what the beautiful river, what the buffalo, and you're like, buffalo? You know? Your French accent's terrible. But buffalo! Right? Yeah, pretty yeah. offensive, but oh, go ahead. Okay. Well, we, we moved on from the Greeks, now we got offensive. Yeah, yeah, we got offensive everybody at okay. some point. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, what's, okay, so, and the last thing I highlighted, which, which, uh, that's basically some theories. We yeah. don't really know. So I kind of hit a dead end, but I thought those were interesting. Oh, I that. The last thing I want to mention relates to what you have to say about mm-hmm. the sentence. Yeah. The Buffalo sentence. It says um, there's some dudes, some uh, colonial-style gentlemen at this time, 1795. Uh, this, this is the earliest known name theory, and this relates to the sentence. Uh, there's an anecdote told to, told to Captain Daniel Dobbins. Good. By Cornelius Winnie in 1795. Great names. And also found variations in Sheldon. Uh, so this is also a book that supports this. Sheldon Ball's History of Buffalo from 1825. In other sources, about a party of hunters whose guide shoots a horse and passes it off at bice, as bison meat, thereafter the origin of the term, buffaloed. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, all we can say really is that... Uh, that term buffalo for the city has ambiguous origins, but its origin could be the verb buffalo, which means to pass off as something else. Yeah, that's Trick really crazy. Or fool, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, oh man, I'm kind of uh, kind of interested in that. And what year did you say that 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 history was told? Well, 1825. There's a book yeah, from 1825, and and it uses the word buffalo buffaloed. Yeah, quote, okay. buffaloed, past tense. Okay, so that's interesting because our next definition is the one that you just referenced, um, which we'll get to. But, yeah, that's pretty crazy. So buffalo maybe is just beaver. Maybe maybe buffalo is beaver. We should just refer to Buffalo, New York as, as beaver. beaver in New York. Yeah. That's kind of a little beaver, bit less glamorous. The beaver bills. Beaver, yeah, beaver bills. Then... Then the, the football team would be people would be thinking, well, beavers. Do beavers have bills? Are they like they like uh, quail? Are they like ducks? They got bills Buffalo on them. Buffalo bills. I mean, yeah. But what's a bill? Are they just it's dollars? No, I think it's what just is a it? mail. Really? Yeah, I can look it up. That's actually really interesting. I uh, look anyway. <laughs> when I didn't expect to be talking about the Buffalo Bills today, I should have. I should have. <laughs> How did we that? anticipate yeah. that? We should anticipate this better. No, but the third definition is what you just said, which the way that OED um, talks about it is to overpower, overawe, or constrain by superior force or influence, to outwit, perplex. Um, And other definitions I've seen it as to bully, to intimidate, things like that, right? Um, Which is interesting. But the the earliest definition that they have is from the Cincinnati Enquirer um, from 1903. So the fact that there's a history book from 1825 mm. 
That's really fascinating. I, I think that yeah. it's always it's always interesting to kind of see the OED as a project that's continuously growing and that they don't know everything. So we have different types of buffalo. Right? Sure. Meaning the one of them is actually a beaver. Yes, one of, one of them means beaver. Possibly. <laughs> uh, which leads us to a fascinating thing, right? This idea of homonyms or homophones, um, mm. which is, you know, of words that, that are have different definitions but are spelled the same or sound the same. Okay. Correct. So humble, right humble. now we have like a few. We have buffalo sauce, right? So referring to, you know, that you usually have to have sauce at the end of it or buffalo chicken wing. Yeah. But that kind of buffalo. Buffalo to trick or to bully. Mm-hmm. We have the place buffalo. Mm. And we have the animal buffalo. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot, There's of, a lot of different buffalo. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Um, yeah. And so one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this word today mm. um which I'm excited about because I love the history of the buffalo chicken wing, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Is there is a sentence mm-hmm. that uses only buffalo. Sure. And makes a grammatically correct sense, sentence in English. Okay. That sentence is buffalo, 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 buffalo. Eight buffaloes. Eight buffaloes. Now, we're going to get into this because there's, there's some complications. Here, oh, of course. Right? And we're going to have to verbally, right, uh, orally, you know, diagram the sentence for people. I'm terrified. I, I strongly say. suggest that people either go to the Wikipedia page, right? I think the Wikipedia page is actually the best, even though we've mentioned Wikipedia and it's not like too much. the greatest, right, right, source. But they have two different types of sentence diagrams for it mm-hmm. for you to kind of go through and that people can follow along to kind of see what the sentence means. But I have the best example or the best way of uh, explaining it, I think, was when a different site talks about it a little bit differently, right? So, there are three different buffaloes being used in the sentence. Okay. The first buffalo is the city of Buffalo, New York. Okay? okay, okay. So that would be A. We're going to call that buffalo Buffalo A. Okay. okay, okay. And so I'm going to I'm going to do this sentence A like with A B's and C's, right? Sure. So that we people can kind of ver- like see it hopefully or kind of follow along at home. City of Buffalo A, right? The place, the city of Buffalo. The second type of the word buffalo that we use is the noun, buffalo meaning the animal, but it is in plural form. Now, this is key. Oh, okay. This is why I didn't get it. Yeah. So it's in plural form meaning multiple buffalo. Buffaloes. Yes. So buffalo can be used like moose to mean plural. Mm. This way you avoid articles like the or a. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. I see. So this is B. This is B. So it's the it's the a, a, a number of buffalo. Okay. Right? And then the final buffalo that you use is the word that we just went through, meaning to outwit, confuse, intimidate, bully, that kind of thing. Okay. And that's C. Okay. Okay. So this I'm starting to I'm starting to figure this out. This is starting to come into place. So yeah. the first buffalo is a proper noun referring to the city or the region. Yes. The second one, buffalo, is a plural a noun in the plural, plural form. Noun, the group. Yeah. So. Those are buffalo from from buffalo. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is the verb. The third word or the last word is the verb. The, the yeah, the the uh, the the third type of word is the verb. Okay. Because okay, cuz this is going to weird. It's okay. weird, all right? Okay. Cuz I'm going to talk about the way that makes more sense to me as opposed to the way that it is uh, written out here, okay? So the sentence is again, buffalo buffalo, buffalo buffalo buffalo, buffalo buffalo buffalo. Mm. Okay, if you go back, right? Mm-hmm. What that is is mm. it's A B A B C C A B. Okay, because here too we're also using on this Wikipedia. There's a great graphic. It's a little comic. It is hilarious. It's Amazing. excellent, which uh, explains the sentence in this way, which is um, if you replace. The second one, so B, with the word bison. Sure. Okay? And you replace the verb C with bully, right? And keep A as buffalo. The sentence will read as such. This is what the sentence means. Buffalo bison, so bison from buffalo. All right. right? Whom other buffalo bison bully, 
themselves bully buffalo bison. Ah, I see. It's it's a complicated sentence. So now, if you're if you're listening to this and you're going, what the fuck? Yeah. You're not alone. It is a complicated <laughs> one. There are at least two different YouTube videos on this sentence. Okay. I think there is another um, explanation of the of the sentence, which is the buffalo from Buffalo, mm-hmm. who are buffaloed by buffalo from Buffalo. Buffalo, other buffalo from Buffalo. I see. Okay, so it is another way to kind of see the sentence. So this is awesome. This is a hairy problem. This is. So this is fascinating because this is a this is a type of um, sentence that is used in linguistics to kind of teach homonyms and homophones, but also to uh, talk about complicated linguistic constructs, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a really interesting history which we're going to get into. But this is supposed to be this kind of like confusing thing, and there's not the only example. There's others, right? One that has to do with the word police, and another word which I'm, I, I don't remember, but we'll get to in a second. But this is super great mm. because one linguist named Thomas Tomosko Right, which I'm saying his name wrong, most likely, mm-hmm. argues that there's nothing special about having eight buffaloes in a row. Nothing special about it. Right? Okay. okay. That any sentence consisting of the word buffalo repeated any number of times yeah. is technically grammatically correct. So you could go on forever? So you can start with one, which the shortest is buffalo. Which can be taken as imperative instruction <laughs> to bully someone. Oh, yes. Right? Like, go bully. Right. Like, you right. buffalo. Right? right you right. go do that buffalo. Right. Okay. To almost an infinite amount because you just keep repeating the same phrase. Right? It keeps coming back onto itself. Which is, the you know, there's kind of this theory. And we were talking. We are going to give a shout out mm. to um, Anthony. Mm. Right? My office mate. Oh, yeah. Uh, my confidant. Sure, sure. Uh, walked in uh, into the office yesterday, mm. and I was very sweaty from being hot outside. <laughs> I had taken off my shirt, and he was very scared. I scared the crap out of him. And I apologize in advance, Anthony, or in uh, in the past, I guess. But I'm sorry. Um, but, uh... But, was uh, that a way of buffaloing him? Or I, that might did have been think a way. you were a wild buffalo? I, he might have thought I was a wild buffalo buffaloing. buffaloing right, him, sure. For sure. Uh, but... He he made an interesting comment <laughs> when we were discussing this with him earlier, which is about there's like a cyclical nature here, and like it keeps okay. coming back onto itself, mm-hmm. so that like it's kind of repeating that the buffalo are bullying other buffalo who are bullying that same buffalo. And it's like this kind of circular thought, and there's an interesting kind of philosophy going on there. Mm-hmm. So beyond the craziness of the sentence, which we'll repeat a couple more times before yeah. we yeah. sign off, That's truly um, crazy. is kind of this theory of like this kind of secular nature yeah. of this kind of phrase which which I think you phrased as violence kind of begetting violence. Yeah, right. Cuz it's like this buffalo verb, mm-hmm. you know, it's like malicious. It's yeah. like not sort of sneaky and like down low thing to do. Yeah. And these buffaloes from buffalo are doing that to others yeah. who are just like themselves. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do that? Why treat your own kind with such callousness? With such buffaloness. So why why buffalo them? Especially when you when one is in fact a buffalo. That is so being buffaloed. Yes. Well, that's crazy. Self referential. Yeah. And it's a huge self defeating. Com- Let's think about that. This has been blowing me away because it's like a comment on today. Right? Yes. Right? Yes. Love it. Why right. why support people who harm you? Right. Exactly. Politically and then personally. And then you just keep perpetuating the same behavior yes. that made them the way that, yes. that they are. Yes. This yes. is so deep, dude. That's what I'm saying. Right? I didn't expect this. <laughs> I was mainly thinking that this episode would be five minutes long. You would say you love buffalo wings. Right. I would say the sentence. Right. We would high five. Sure. And we'd be like, peace. You know what? But it's it's intense. It's it's thoughtful. It's thought provoking. You know who are today's buffaloes? Hmm. Donald Trump voters. <laughs> possibly, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. 
People are being buffaloed everywhere. Yeah, they are. They're right. herded like buffalo. Yeah. Into buffalo to be buffaloed. That's just how it goes. If Donald Trump's supporters or any violent political supporters mm. buffalo you in buffalo on a buffalo, then I I'll think the world what, might explode. There is a wormhole that's going to open in space time. You're going to be sucked through it. <laughs> and you will meet your maker. You will, you will wake up on a pile of delicious chicken wings. That sounds actually really nice. Yeah, it sounds kind of good. You yeah. just have to eat your way out. That uh, sounds kind of painful. The bone's got to go up somewhere, though. Well, I mean, can you crawl through the bone? Let's not. Yeah, now, we're, now it's getting it's, real dark. It's, it's, real it's dark. getting dark, yeah. But uh, <laughs> there is an origin to this sentence, which is fascinating. And part of this origin comes from an article. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go in the order of the article written by William J. Rappaport. Well, Rappaport. Um, the Rappaport yeah. Meister. Mm-hmm. Called A History of the Sentence, Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Here we only have five buffaloes. William J. Rappaport tells the story of being a graduate student at Indiana University, which he now, I want to be very clear, that he now works at the university at Buffalo, which is hilarious. How could this possibly turn out better? Yeah, this can't be. Uh, So, William J. Rappaport, 1972, he's a graduate student at Indiana University in philosophy. Studying linguists, uh, uh, being a, becoming a linguist, or I think he is a linguist now. And they talked about a sentence called "dogs, dogs, dog, dog, dogs," and talk about like the complication of that sentence and saying the syntax is the same as mice that cats chase eat cheese, hmm. right? Mice, cats, chase, eat cheese. Mm. Same thing. Dogs, dogs, dog, dog, dogs. Right? Right. So, several of the students, and he is kind of part of this, right? He came up with this sentence, buffalo, 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 buffalo. And so, they were buffaloed by this buffalo sentence, right? Uh, and they, mm-hmm. they weren't satisfied. They wanted something more intense. So, he came up with one that's, what's that, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten... Words oh, buffaloes long flipping right? crap. So he comes up with this right, and he and he explains it in this article, which you guys can go and read. I strongly suggest doing because in a, in a little bit I'll explain why I like it even more. And so he goes through this narrative right of how he kind of keeps using this phrase. Later on, twenty fourteen, Rappaport gets an email from Tristan Miller. Tristan Miller says, "I'm writing concerning your history of the sentence buffalo, 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 buffalo." Yeah. Right? Earliest version you list is from Dimitri Borgman's book, Beyond Language, Adventures in Word and Thought, 1967. Okay? So now this is interesting. So now Rappaport at this point is like, okay, he obviously came up with it by himself, didn't know about this book. Someone else had come up with it before. Also, a graduate student, at least three to four people have independently come up with this sentence as a thought experiment. Right? Or as like a, a language thing. Tristan Miller tells him, then actually, it may interest you to know while the earliest may be published in 1967, it's not the earliest written one. According to the former Wordways editor, the sentence appears in the original manuscript of Borgman's previous book, Language on Vacation, from 1965. Mm. So it's even earlier than that. We're talking about the early 1960s. You know what's interesting about that? Wings were invented in 1964. That's what I'm talking about. What? I'm not going to say that chicken wings and the sentence buffalo, 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 buffalo are intimately connected, but I am going to say that they're probably the same thing. What the heck? I know. It is excellent. And so that's the most recent inclusion from a couple years ago. <clears throat> on there, and the Wikipedia article reflects that accurately. Um, at, reflects this, art, this article accurately. So the wow. first known example is from Dimitri Borgman's 1965 book, but not published in the 1965 book, in the original manuscript of Language on Vacation. Yeah. An oleo of orth- orthographical oddities. By Charles Scribner says... Mm-hmm. And in 1967, first time in print, supposedly. Supposedly. More research to be done. More things to be discovered about this sentence. How do we find out? Have we been buffaloed? Are we all being buffaloed right now? I don't know. 
Are, are we the buffalo? buffalo being buffalo? Probably. Let's be fair. That's how you catch buffalo. Can you anybody be a buffalo if they want to be a buffalo? Most likely. It depends on your definition. I mean, like, buffalo have certain characteristics. What if we interpret mm. this poetically, metaphorically? I don't think we're all buffalo. That's not, that's not the definition. I don't I walk wrong. on four legs. Yes, you do. I've Sometimes you I crawl around when I'm really tired. But it's interesting. So, uh, last time. So, supposedly, you can just keep going. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. Oh, my God. This, buffalo. This I'm emphasizing the wrong syllables. Syllables. Yeah, but this is a fascinating sentence. And within there, at, at some point in, in Rappaport's article, too, he talks about different words that can be, in this way, buffaloed um, into a sentence all by themselves. Dogs. Um, dog. Well, the do- well the dogs, dog, 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 mm. dogs, right? Mm. So there's S's there, so it's not the same exact yeah. word. Fish. Um, but the fish one doesn't really work out there. Works, man. He, he said that his students considered that one. Yes. Um, yeah, that's right. And so at one point, somebody, somebody uh, tells him, oh, yeah, it's like police or uh, charred or, you know, yeah. there's other, gotcha. there's other um, homonyms or homophones, right, that can do that. You know what I like, man? It's intense. This episode has turned into a philosophical consideration of the idea of coincidence. Uh, I know. I'm not going to say it was coincidence, but it was definitely on purpose. I'm just gonna say that you think wings, these things happened. Chicken wings and language, same thing. Same thing. Chicken wings and language. Listen, man. Listen, man. Listen, dude. Aliens mm. built the pyramids. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> All right. Chicken wings <laughs> were invented yeah. because somebody told them the sentence "buffalo, buffalo." Buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. And then they were like, we gotta honor this. We gotta gotta honor this, right? That's what I'm saying. You don't think it was just like some people in Buffalo being like, why do we keep getting crapped on? Our city's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty snowy here. Yeah, it kind of sucks sometimes. Uh But we should name some food that's good after it so that people can The Illuminati exist. Mm -hmm. The Buffalo... The the secret Buffalo Society. Elks Club? (laughs) Not Elks Club. The Buffalo Club. Buffalo Club. Came up with the buffalo wings mm. as a way mm-hmm. to like get into their their club, uh, right? Yeah, Anchor Bay or whatever the Anchor Bar, bar. Yeah. Anchor Bar mm-hmm. being the first like a meeting place, and and then it became popular, right? And this young character is probably an ex buffalo, right? God, and then they come up with this sentence. This sentence. This sentence. It's all about getting into the buffalo. It's all about. It's all about that. Conspiracy theories. You're welcome. You know what? You're welcome. I love conspiracy theories. I'm just making theories. this shit up. I love them. Making it up as a go. They are great. But did you want to play? Did you want to play a quick game? I do have a game for us. Yeah, because I'm almost ready to move on from Buffalo. I think, although in a sense, no one will ever move. We on can't from move Buffalo. on from Buffalo. We can't move on because we're part of it and yeah, it's part of us. It is. But uh, two things. Yes. Second is a game. First is not a game. The first is, I guess, it's kind of a game. Now you. And me, we both list our favorite places to buy wings and eat them. Mm. You go first. Dude, I didn't need a minute to think about this. So, okay. okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, you want to okay. go first? Go first. I got a couple that I found online and a couple that I didn't. Okay. One that I found online is um, uh, it's called Duff's. Yeah. And I think Duff's, in some opinions, yeah. not all, has actually superseded and surpassed the original Anchor Bar for the quality of its wings. And this is Duff's from upstate New York, too. I think there's one in Buffalo. So okay. that is some, that's got to irk the inheritors of the Bellissimo Bar. Yeah. Right? But Duff's is far and wide known as pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Barack Obama even had some wow. there. He like went there for yeah. Uh I also really like a bar called Sharky's in Clifton, New Jersey. Okay. Uh, that place is supposed to be uh, off the chain. Good. Mm-hmm. That's that's that. So let's uh, let's uh, table that. Uh, and there's a place that I ordered from called Gone with the Wings. Gone with the and their <laughs> wings are all right. They're, they're pretty. Not, they're they they're are they amazing. are more than acceptable. They're, mo- they're more than acceptable. Okay. Well, you know what? That reminds me. They're good. They're solid. I think the one thing that you've noticed is that for some reason, good uh, wings places like to have. Uh, puns in their in their titles oh my god it's so good i don't know why that is 
But that, that reminds me, I can't, I can't believe I forgot this. Uh, Wings Over uh, Blank is a franchise chain. So the blank is a city. Oh, so okay. I uh, I went to Wings Over Ithaca in Ithaca, New York. But there's a, I think it originally it originates in Amherst, Massachusetts. Wings Over Amherst. Oh, okay. And it's a chain, but don't be fooled. It is delish. That's they actually have an all-you-can-eat buffet at some places, which is well. amazing. <clears throat> Anywho, this is a game. You ready for the game? Yeah. I'll frame it for you. Yeah. You get to guess. You get to guess the ingredients in Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Why would I ask you that? Because <laughs> Frank's Red Hot yeah. is arguably, according to who you ask, the secret ingredient in buffalo wings. It's supposedly what Teresa Bellissimo put into the wings in 1964. Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot. Butter and that. Okay. We need your hot sauce, right? Okay. Yeah, there you go. So... There are. I looked in the back of my Frank's Red Hot because I love it. Okay. It's delicious. Right. I use it on everything. Doing a lot of accidental product placement today, but go ahead. This is a, this is a pretty good hot sauce. I'm not yeah. saying it's the only hot yeah. sauce. But Frank's is good. So anyway, there's one, two, three, four, five things mm-hmm. in the ingredient list of Frank's Red Hot. Mm-hmm. You get to guess. If you guess more than two, you win the game. And I have to uh, climb into the pen in the Buffalo Zoo... And hang out the bison in there. Okay. That sounds good. If you don't get to, then uh, <clears throat> you have to eat a gross wing that you don't really want to eat because it's a flavor that isn't ideal for you. Okay. How many guesses do I get? Um, you get, you get like, a bunch of guesses. Okay. And there's five ingredients there's on five it. ingredients. You need to get two of the five. Okay. Water. Bing, bing, bing. Correct. Nice. Yes. Very good. Okay, that's All right. one of the two. Right, you, need a, you need at least one more. This is gonna be rough. This mm-hmm. is gonna be rough. Mm-hmm. I'm only gonna take a few guesses. Okay. I'm not gonna take a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, artificial flavor. No, good guess though. Mm. Natural and other flavors. No. More concrete than that. These are things that you have probably used in your own cooking. Chili, chili powder, chili no. flakes, um, chili. Some peppers, yes, but what kind? Uh, Serrano. No, good guess. This is more common. Jalapeno? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know it's jalapeno, okay? It's not. All y'all who are freaking out <laughs> at home right now, I know it's jalapeno. They're like, oh, no, that's the final straw. That is. That <laughs> Listen, the whole episode of Buffalo, he says jalapeno. Oh, Get out of here. Um, Away with you. Chili pepper. It's actually a. Um, I've I've never seen it actually in pepper form. I've only seen it in the spice rack. Huh. And it's not chili powder. It is a chili powder. But it's uh, not I'm chili sure. Powder. But you know what I hear in my head right now? Mm. People listening to this in the future, mm-hmm. yelling the answer to mm-hmm. me because yeah. I can't remember it. I know those future jerks, jerks, those jerks out there. Oh, uh, cayenne. Whoa, yes. Can. You yeah. do you do that? You just won. You have to jump oh. into a cage with a buffalo. Man. You fucked up. Ah, damn it. What are the other three uh, ingredients? All right, so three ingredients? You know what's actually the key ingredient and in, I think a lot of really good hot sauce? Yeah. Vinegar. That's right. Ah, Vinegar's number three. Then salt and garlic. That's it. Yeah. Boom. Water, salt and garlic, cayenne. We could make some hot, hot sauce ourselves. Boom. Now. We could. We're not going to do it now. Let's do it now. I don't want to do it now. How about like... Let's record it. (laughs) We've got no cook. uh, We've got no oven. We've got no kitchen or ingredients here. But let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Um, Well, first... Not here in Electric Guyland Studios. Not here in the Flying Bison Center. Nice. That's better. Mm. That's better. (laughs) Flying Bison Center. Nice. Mm. Uh, or we could just call it the Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Or okay. Buffalo to Buffalo. I gotta tell you, I am gonna need Studio. a couple days to recover from this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think instead of buffaloing our way through hot sauce, mm. intimidating our way through hot sauce, I guess, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about how these buffaloes can buffalo on over to where they can find us buffaloes. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want to just uh, direct the herd down the hill, um, <laughs> you'll, you'll find at the bottom 
uh, a, a prairie oasis. Nice. And uh, if you drink to that oasis, um, you will find uh, some uh, some ways to get in touch with us, I guess, in that yeah. pond. Pond of information. Nice. Nice. So uh, one way is by email. Mm-hmm. That's WFDpodcast, one word, at gmail.com. Excellent. Uh, you can also get a hold of us uh, at Twitter. Our Twitter, ha- Twitter handle is words for dinner. That's W O R D S, the number four, D I N N E R. Uh, and you can watch us flail around learning how to use memes. And you can tell when we're very busy with family, mm-hmm. life, and work, mm-hmm. and when we're not, because we post like crazy <laughs> when we're not, and we never post when we're busy. Man, so, we really need a producer. Uh, or we just need to like better use like our technology. So, yeah, our technology. Because it's really clear when we have nothing to do, mm-hmm. because I'm just on Twitter... Yeah. Liking things mm-hmm. and posting pictures of us as the sure. characters from Supernatural. Man, I love that. Though it's pretty rough. Man, follow us, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us a follow. We're actually pretty funny. I gotta say, I don't know if I can claim that, <laughs> but uh, let's. I would like to buffalo the listeners into thinking that we're really funny. Okay, good. Uh, <clears throat> you can also find us on Podbean or on Stitcher. Uh, as well as iTunes. As well as um, iTunes. And if uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, we really appreciate it. Um, if you could give our show a like or a comment, please. Um, even if it is a comment, uh, a negative comment or mm-hmm. a constructive feedback comment, um, we would appreciate it. Uh, it really helps us out a lot. It le- uh, it brings our podcast to a higher mm-hmm. um, search. Like when you search us in the search engine, sure, we sure. come up sooner the more. Uh, that people have downloaded us and the more that uh, people comment. So please leave us a comment. And if you listen on Stitcher, um, please do the same. Uh, and that would be great. Well, that's all the ways. <clears throat> you know what? Today's episode, it was brought to you by uh, the oil that comes out of your deep fryer after you've used it. Nice. It's also brought to you by tears. From they your clean, eyes? They clean your eyes, mm. but they cleanse your soul. Wow. <laughs> this is a pretty pretty hard sponsor to get. No, yeah, yeah. And we got tear. Yeah. We got tears. You know what? Air was a hard one. It's more where that came from. So uh, please go eat some buffalo wings at your favorite spot. Mm-hmm. If you want to, uh, let us know where your favorite spot is. Tweet us pictures of yourself smeared Ooh. with buffalo wing sauce. <laughs> We will put, we will immediately retweet it. Oh guaranteed. my god! Immediately, and uh, there's a good chance that if it's in the tri-state area. July is looking like we'll have a little bit more time to be friends. So, another yep. podcast. Do you know what? Do you know what the next word's going to be? I don't know. Do you yet. want to give them a tease? But do you, you know what? Tease? Uh, you know, I don't want to tease yet because okay. the not the absence of the tease is a tease itself. Nice. Um, so maybe uh, we'll see them. Uh, we will see our listeners again um, probably before Chicken Wing Day because that's July twenty eighth, yeah. and we're going to be busy that day. Very busy. Very busy. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Signing off. 